See, I can feel it coming. It'll start with a little twinge. And then I'll stay away. And you'll see me say, uh-oh. Then I'll start trying to do something to try to appease it. It's like a rubber band that gets stressed and then goes, Tango! Am I ever explaining it to you? See? So I can see it coming. What did you say that's right, brother? Do you like the way I look when that hits me? Do you? You get great pressure over it? Well... Hello, mother dear. I hope you are well and happy today. I do love you and think of you. Each single day I dream of seeing you happy. In summertime, I thought that I would be able to see you again. I do love you and think of you. Each single day I dream of seeing you happy. As the bright new year draws closer now I'm on my way to bring you my love and wish you good cheer Mother dear, I hope you are well and happy today I do love you and think of you each single day I dream of seeing you happy Well, Bert Yant's kicking it off and stating it Ah, stating it straight out for everybody. Folks, this is Jimmy Knight, straight, straight at the top of the hour. And uh, I am fortunate to have Chesty in the shotgun. Hello, everyone. So everyone's just, and that's it for tonight, man. Everyone's just, uh, well, folks are a little scarce. You know how things are these days. You know, with the uh, supply chain issue and all, Dr. Doc Brown. Maybe cannot be found. And Joe Stacks, man, he's, yeah, look, he's got, he's got stuff to do. So we're going to hold down the fort tonight. And yes, it's going to be very personal. And that, that's just as well that it's only family here tonight, Chesty. Yes. We're going to get very personal. My mother passed away uh, in February. So this is the, her tribute show. Hence the Burt Yench there from, from that album. What's the album? The... Uh, we actually have the LP on the Reprise label. Joe Stacks would be very proud of us, right? Birthday Blues LP from, uh, I don't know, early 70s Burt Yanch here, okay? So uh, we will just, uh, all of the songs here tonight are, uh, see, here it all got started. Not to bring it down, folks, but when we were at the funeral, my nephew Jordan got up at the end and gave a really beautiful uh, eulogy. It was just wonderful and warm and perfect and one of the things I took note of is how he mentioned a specific song that uh, my mom would sing to him and his sister, Alyssa, um, that was very important to them, the way it made them feel and the way she always worked it into things that they were doing together. And so it, it reminded me that, yeah, you know, my mom was not a musician, 
but she did sing around the house occasionally, and she knew how important music was. And she always fought for the music program, you know, because it was important to me and my brother. And so there's a lot of specific songs that do tie in with my mom, and I'll be damned if I don't have enough for a whole show. Now, Dr. Doc Brown will be proud. Oh, Janet Dean action to kick it off. the loving I've missed. We pass on the street, pass on the street. My heart skips a beat, heart skips a beat. I say to myself, hello, Linda. If only she'd smile, only she'd smile. I'd stop her Now alone in my 
My heart it cries It's just not right Oh, what in the world's come over you Could you ever change your mind If you do, I'll still be here It's just not right, oh, what in the world's come over you? You're still my angel from above, guess you'll always be my one and only, only real love. Tragedy is a, it's a funny thing. Oh, wow. It certainly is. Mm. Just breaks my heart. You know. When the twilight is gone And no songbird is singing When the 
come into my heart And here in my heart you will stay While I pray Rocky Feller's version. See, Rocky Feller's version of My Prayer, okay, from like the early 60s, they were a Filipino group, well, a group of brothers mm. and, their, and their dad, I think. Uh, a couple singles on the Scepter label, and there's, uh, I think, a non-charting one for them, unfortunately, but a great version, nonetheless, of My Prayer, the, covering the, hey, covering the platters, Chesty. Yeah, I like that. Right. Uh, Platters, of course, took it to number one for like six months or something in 1956. Uh, so we couldn't play their version, right? But um, <clears throat> yeah, my mom has had this story about that particular record, how uh, she didn't really buy records herself because she always said she didn't really have the money for it. But she hung out with a lot of friends who did buy records. And there was this one day where, oh, the, their palms were all sweaty and they're all waiting for the new Platters record to come out. And they're, and they're all, all the, her and her gal friends are downtown, you know, you know, across from the malt shop or whatever it was. And they go into the hi-fi store and the new Platters record on the Mercury label had just come in. 
And they, they all gathered around and they, and they went home to like her friend Deanna's house or something. And all these girls were sitting around and she said they just swooned over it. They could not believe, they were overwhelmed at just how great <laughs> that Platter's record was, okay? So maybe go check out the original, folks. I don't know. It sounds pretty intense, um, but a great song. Uh, before that, yes, it was Ron Holden with My Babe. Hey, babe. The B-side of his, uh, well, his only charting record. Uh, my mom always talked about that being in the jukebox down at the pizza shop downtown. I don't know. She never really named the exact shop, but she did say it was on, a, on the jukebox down there. So always connected with that one. Uh, from a, these are records we had in my house, right? I was playing these when I'm like four years old. That's how, see, look at the damage it's done, folks. And, and you're sitting around listening to it with me. What, what, what the heck? And so Jack Scott was before that. Now, come on. All these years, Chesty, of talking about Jack Scott on this radio show specifically, and, and what's the big thing? If Doc were here, what would he say? Two first names. Right? This is how it all got started with Doc's obsession with artists of two first names. And I totally forgot the only reason we had Jack Scott records in the house when I was a kid was because of my mom and my Aunt Barb. Right? So there it was off the top rank label, What in the World? has come over you. And that one specifically is one my mom always mentioned was her favorite Jack Scott song. And of course, we kicked it off with Jan and Dean's Linda. Yes, see, my mom's name was Linda, so we had several Linda records sitting around the house. And that was my first exposure to Jan and Dean back in the, back in the day. All right. So <clears throat> there you go. All wrapping it up. Chesty, how do you feel? Fine. Um, some people, listen, give them the email. We're going to check the email after the next set here. Lost discs radio at yahoo.com. Right. If you'd be so kind folks. Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, real quick, just getting into this next, uh, quick backstory on this. We had this uh, record Abba Dabba honeymoon, right? It's from a movie, uh, Debbie Reynolds and Carlton Carpenter. In the MGM classic, Two Weeks with Love. Anyways, this is a record that, a song that my mom used to sing when I was a little kid, and, and we had the record, but she used to sing it sometimes, you know, for obvious reasons, you'll see. And, uh, you know, when she, she was suffering from Alzheimer's in the last few years, and I went to visit her once, and, well, look, folks, she didn't really know who I was, and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come prepared with a song that just might jog her memory, and I'll be damned if it didn't work. Chesty, you remember that? I do. I had Abba Dabba Honeymoon on my phone, on YouTube, and um, anyway, she, you know, I played it, and she, she started singing it, and she started, and she, I, got, I got her to recognize who I was, and I had her back for about 30 seconds. Okay, so that's how it goes, folks. Uh, take a tip from me. You can reach them with music. Dabba 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 means monkey I love but you. Dabba 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 in monkey talk means chimp. I love you too. Then we big baboon one night in June. He married them and very soon they went upon their Abba dabba honeymoon. Way down in the Congo land lived a happy chimpanzee. She loved a monkey with a long tail. Lord, how she loved him. Each night he would find her there swinging in the coconut tree. And the monkey.
at the break of day love to hear his chimpy say abba dabba 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 said the chimpy to the monkey abba dabba 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 said the monkey to the chimpy all night long they'd chatter away all day long they were happy and gay swinging and singing in the honky tonky way abba dabba 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 means monk a love for you Dabba-dabba-dabbin monkey taught me chimp, I love you too. Then the big baboon one night in June, he married them and very soon, they went upon their abba-dabba honeymoon. All night long they chatter away, all day long they were happy and gay, swinging and singing in the honky-tonky way. abba dabba 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 means monk, I love with you. abba dabba dabba in monkey-talk means chimp, I love you too. Then the big baboon one night in June, he married them and very soon, they went upon their abba dabba honeymoon.
it's a Canadian sunset. Yeah, Canadian sunset there interpreted by Kathy Jean uh, with Charlie Macy on the guitar. Okay. Mm. Very, very nice on the Valmore label. Circa 1962, I don't know, early 60s, you know, whatever. Okay, always loved that one. Um, as a, as a, I always prefer it as an instrumental. There are lyrics to that I've, I've run across. Anyway, before that, man, it was, speaking of sunsets, it was Chris Cloud. Mm, Chris Cloud on the Chelsea label there, with, well, with his interpretation of Zippity Doodah. Zippity A, my, 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 what a wonderful day, Chesty. Wow. I'm always surprised how, how it seems like everybody that's covered that song takes it very mid-tempo. Like, wouldn't, with a zippity-doo-dah type of theme there, uh, wouldn't you want to pick up the aesthetic, pick up the tempo a little, you know, zippity-doo-dah, zippity, you know, I don't know. But go, go check it out. All the covers are like this, these sluggish mid-tempo interpretations. But nonetheless, uh, kind of a cool version there from Chris Cloud. Of course, that one goes out to Alyssa and Jordan, of course. So... Let's before I gotta tell you a, a little backstory on Canadian Sunset real quick, and then we gotta check that email, man. People are chiming in. Uh, so this is something you're gonna want to know. Uh, heading coming up here in the month of April, folks, with Easter on the horizon. I remember one time as a kid in the kitchen coloring Easter eggs, right? And when we were cleaning up after the Easter eggs, I remember looking out the kitchen window and seeing this amazing, intense peach and orange sunset with all kinds of layers of clouds and things. It was just the most amazing, uh, glowing sunset. And my mom turned to me and said, yeah, you know why, you know why that's happening? The Easter Bunny's making candy. I said, what? She goes, yeah, up, up there, up north there where the Easter Bunny is at his factory. They're working hard. And when you see that glow in the sky, that's what that means. The Easter Bunny, Easter Bunny's making candy. That's what gives off that iridescent glow and all. I, folks, I believed that. Like, I believe, what I mean is, I thought that that was one of those things like Santa Claus that every kid grew up knowing. I well in, like, until I was about 30 years old, I thought everybody knew that when you saw a pink and peachy orange glowing sky, beautiful sunset, especially at this time of year, that that meant that what, Chesty? The Easter Bunny's making candy. Easter, Easter Bunny's making candy. And I said that to somebody once, uh, and they looked at me like, what do you, what do you, what, that's, what, do you, what do you mean? I said, right, you know, the Easter Bunny's making candy, right? Because look, look at that sky over there. And that's when I started to realize that was a special thing that my mom made up on the spot. And, man, I think every kid should grow up and go through their childhood thinking that a beautiful pink and peachy iridescent glowing sunset in the sky in April means that the Easter Bunny is making candy. Okay? So we got my mom to thank for that. Start passing that along to your kids. All right, we got plenty of, hey, man, we got plenty of emails and no time to talk about it. Hey, good old, hey, it's Riss and Rundgren. Riss and Rungren with the Donna and Jeej down there in the Lehigh Valley. They got us tuned in. Joe Stacks has somehow got us tuned in, folks. Mr. Bill Chesty. 
Yay. Mr. Bill out of Boise, Idaho is getting it. And believe this, man, he's getting it on 6160 kilocycles tonight. The old short of waves, folks. Man, old school analog. Larry in South St. Paul, Minnesota checking in. Jason in Halifax sending his condolences tonight, right? Hey, whoa, who is this? Is this Bob Marzak? Wow. It's <laughs> really? No way. It's Mr. Bob Dabalina. <laughs> wow, look at him. Wow, and he is digging the zippity-doo-dah action. What about that? Wow, that's great to hear in from good old Dabalina Bob there and good old Wayne and Diana down in Maryland. Wait, how do we say it? Diana and Wayne down in Maryland checking in. Folks, it is Lost Discs Radio Yahoo.com. We got to keep it kind of moving, Chesty. Of course. Got to keep it moving. Right? I hope you, okay, so last story. This, this next one, you're all going to be like, well, yeah, so what, man? That's the Everly Brothers. That's, that's not lost. That's, that's not obscure. <sighs> Folks, this is how deep this goes. So when I was a little, when I'm like four years old, and my brother's like seven, my older brother Gary, my one and only brother Gary, seven years old, I'm four. My mom would sometimes come upstairs and, uh, you know, play with us and stuff. And we did this little play acting. We put on like this little skit that my brother and I insisted that we do. And my mom always played along with it. And it went something like this. The three of us are driving down the highway in a car. And we're listening to the radio. And there's some song playing. And while, while we're pretending to drive down the street in the car with the radio on, I would have a record playing on the turntable. And it was always Bebopalula by the Everly, Everly, <laughs> Everly Brothers. So as we're driving along, suddenly, uh, you know, something bad happens to the car. We pull over to the side of the road, you know, it conks out. We get a flat tire, whatever. And I say, you know what? You guys stay here with the car, and I'll go into that building over there and see if there's someone who can help us. So I would go into the building to help us, and it would turn out to be a radio station. And inside, oh, my God, it was a DJ, and oh, my God, it wasn't just any DJ. It was a DJ who was playing Bebop Lula by the Everly Brothers, and then I suddenly realized, oh, my God, I suddenly just accidentally walked into the radio station that's playing the song that we were listening to in the car that just broke down where I was. <laughs> and then I would faint. I, I, would, I would pretend to faint. And then my mom and my brother would come looking for me because it was taking too long. And they would revive me. And then we would all shake hands with the DJ. And I would go back to the car saying, I can't believe I, I ran into the actual DJ who was playing the record that we were just listening to in the car. And then we would drive. And somehow the car was fixed and we would drive off. Swear to God, four years old, that's the storyline that we used to act out in my bedroom with my mom. All right, folks, you see why? You see, you, now do you start to see? Well, she's my baby. I don't mean baby. she's my baby. I don't mean baby. She's a woman in red, blue jeans. She's a woman that's a queen of the teens She's a one a woman that I know She's a woman that loves me so Bebop-a-loo-la, she's my baby Bebop-a-loo-la, I don't mean baby Bebop-a-loo-la, she is my baby doll My baby doll, my baby doll 
got that beat And she's a woman with the flying feet She's a one woman and that I know She's a woman that loves me so Oh, we Lula, she's my baby We Lula, I don't mean baby We Lula, she's my baby doll, my baby doll, my baby doll How do you like this for a song? Look around When she walks down the street 
well, the coachman. Right? That's the coachman. Right, Chesty? We always love their version of Mr. Moon, mm-hmm. by the way, um, which hit the bubbling under. But nevertheless, um, <clears throat> covering their, their interpretation of Linda Lou there, very, very suspect. And before that, it was, well, it was Ricky V's interpretation of Linda Lou on the Sunglow label of the mid-60s. And then, well, the original man, Ray Sharp, uh, who actually had the hit, just kind of a mid-Hot uh, 100 charting record in 1959 on the Jamie label, right? The original Linda Lou. Uh, of course, that was a record that was sitting around in our house because, well, like I said, Linda. We had a lot of Linda records, whether we liked them or not, sitting around at our house. And, man, that's one that made a big impression back in the day when I was playing it on my little steel needle uh, record player, you know, one of those little kitty record players. I was playing, <laughs> playing Ray Sharp and all that kind of business, folks. Can you believe it? All right. Um, so anyway, uh, not to get down too down on it, man, but we're wrapping up going into the final set on the show for my mom who passed away in February. We fell on hard times in 1979 when my parents split up. And I uh, hate to bring that up, man, but the fact is my mom dealt with a, lo- a lot by blaring certain songs full blast on the radio. Uh, The number one song she blasted full blast, of course, would have been I Will Survive uh, by Gloria Gaynor. And the, the, well, I guess the number two song she blasted to kind of deal with the pain was this one, Bobby Bear. Good luck, folks. I was sitting in Friday sucking on a glass of wine When he walked this chick who almost struck me blind That wet blue eyes and her legs were long and fine On a scale of one to ten I'd give her nine Flashed her smile, but she didn't even look at me. So for brains and good judgment, I give her a three. I said, Hey, sweet thing, you look like a possible eight. You and me could uh, make eighteen if your head's on. She looked up and down my perfect frame And said these words that burned into my perfect brain She said, well, another one of those macho petition men Kind of great all women on scales of one to ten I give you She said you 
trash you are playing on rockin radio your place for fun lost discs radio yeah they do boy they find this stuff that no one wants to hear exactly lost discs radio lost discs radio lost discs radio hey come on relax live a little live a little man sunrise doesn't last all morning A cloudburst doesn't last all day Seems my love is up and left you with no warning It's not always gonna be this great
saying it's George Harrison right off the Dark Horse record label 45 uh, that the very one that was waiting for me on the kitchen table when I came home from the hospital after having my tonsils out you see now do you see yeah and before that it was a George Harrison song uh, as covered by Billy Preston <laughs> All Things Must Pass, right? That George Harrison classic off of, well, off of one of Billy Preston's early LPs on the Apple. Encouraging words. Record label. Yes, indeed. And right, yeah, it was Bobby Bear in there with The Numbers. Hey, The Numbers, man, out of, I don't know, circa 1979 or so. That one's burned into the back of my brain, folks. What can I, for better or worse... All right, so you've been digging it, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it got too personal for you, you bailed on this. I don't know, I don't care. I had to do it, it had to be done. Uh, okay, so, anyways, uh, folks, get over to rockinradio.com where they dig us and they encourage us. RLT Archives Music Magazine with the boss man, Randy Tibbins. Stepfather of soul, Jason Stone. Right, the out-of-sight uh, electrophonic bri-fi Phillips, not to be confused with the screwdriver, 
Sorry about that. And uh, maybe Mark Brainerd of the Deep Album Tracks. Folks, it's at rockinradio.com. Or you get over to Lost Discs Radio. .com. Good night, Chesty. Good night. Uh, hey, good night, Dr. Doug Brown, and thanks for chiming in on the email and all the folks on the on the net feed tonight and all the guys in the chat room over at Area 51. All right, and good night, Weasley Steve, as usual. Good night, Mom. <laughs>